0: Hello, this is Pastor Noel here, coming right from my living room to yours. I'm so grateful to God for technology. Can you imagine that uh, if we didn't have this, we'd not be able to, to, to meet together like we're doing right now? Uh, these are very unusual times. This coronavirus thing has disrupted a lot of lives. There are those who have lost loved ones. There are those who are not able to go to work and and uh feed find the resources to feed their families. there are those among us, the elderly, who are vulnerable, and I'm thinking about our health workers who are exposed daily to the viruses. You know uh I don't know how you feel, but my heart is heavy. I wake up in every every morning crying out to God, asking God, Lord, have mercy on us, yes. Have mercy on us. If there is a time that we all need to to pray to God, to seek seek His face, it is now asking Him for mercy. We've been going through this series, Take It or Leave It, from the book of Matthew chapter 5, which was the sermon that Jesus preached. It's called the the Sermon on the Mount. And He was speaking to His disciples, uh, telling them that, there are some things that if you pursue, you will experience God's blessing. Uh, today, we are looking at Matthew 5, verse 7. And Jesus, in this text, he told his disciples that blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. That there is a blessing that we can experience when we pursue mercy that could it be that God has given us or allowed us to live uh, during this time, times like this, so that we pursue him for mercy and experience his blessing in these dark times. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Now, now, now what what is mercy? Mercy is to... Is, is to relieve misery. Mercy is to, to help the wretched. Mercy is to, to give forgiveness and compassion. Before I really go deeper in this, I want to make a distinction between mercy and grace. Grace is giving you what you don't deserve. Grace is giving me what I don't deserve. Mercy, on the other hand, is withholding what you deserve. Mercy is withholding what I deserve. Grace is giving you what you don't deserve. Mercy withholds what you and I deserve. You know, grace is shown to the undeserving. Mercy is compassion to the miserable. And I I, I am asking God right now to reach out with his strong hand, his powerful hand, his merciful hand, and relieve the misery that many are experiencing around the world. What is it that we really need to be uh, asking God? What is it that we really need to be praying for? As as you think, as, as you've uh, uh wrestled with the issues that are going on, what are the things that you think we really need to be praying for, reaching out to God for for mercy? I was reading um, a post this week by Reverend Chris Elkins, and this is what he said, and I quote, the reality of uncertainty and the absence of control are the most distressing things I'm experiencing in all of this. There is no certainty about how this virus will spread or whom it will impact. The economic uncertainty is palpable as well as I have zero control of the stock market. I have zero control of the hoarding that I'm seeing. I have zero control of people's compliance to the guidelines that have been given. I find all of this, this lack of control, distressing. That we are unable to control anything. That is is distressing. Chris continues to say, the coronavirus did not create this reality of uncertainty. It just made it clear. To this point, I have mistakenly confused a measure of material success with a myth of certainty. Nothing in this world is certain. No matter the balance in my checking account or the investment in my retirement plan, control is an illusion. I often cannot even control myself, much less Anything outside of me. The myth of certainty of, and, and, and the illusion of control are the results of the devil's oldest temptation, being like God. I'm wondering whether you and I thought or have believed in one way or another, or in some way, that we could run our lives. Better without God, I know that sounds very strong, but could it be that there are times we think that we are smarter than God? Could it be that there are times we have thought that because of our material possessions, because of our the material blessings we 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 are we don't really need God we don't need to pray that much we don't need to seek him that much we don't need to 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 long for him that much, I think we have sinned against God. I really believe we have sinned against God. And this coronavirus has revealed how far as a people and as a nation we have moved from God. And that's why it is time to seek for mercy, to ask God Father. We have sinned against you. We have moved far from you. We have decided to run our lives in our own way. We ask you to forgive us. Be merciful to us. The writer of Hebrews in Hebrews chapter four, verse 16, he says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in a time of need. God is inviting us to to come to his throne to come and 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 behold him as the king because when we go to him we will receive mercy. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 says this, but because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy, verse 5 made us alive in Christ. Ephesians says that God is rich in mercy. He has uh, you can imagine like he has a cup that is full of mercy, that never runs out, that is full of this, 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 is what, what we need right now. And so I want to I wanna invite you to go to God. This, uh, the psalmist in Psalm chapter 86 went to God and cried out to God for mercy. This is what he said. Psalm 86, I'm reading from verse 3 to 7. He cried out, and I think we should make this our prayer. We should pursue mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Psalm 86, from verse 3 to 7, the psalmist said, Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, Lord for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and are good, abounding in love to all who call on to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Let's go to God and like the Psalmist, cry out before him. Say, God, hear our prayer. We are in distress. We cannot live this life without you. We have sinned against you. Lord, have mercy on us. Lord, do not give us what we deserve. Lord, be merciful to us. And you know, God gives mercy because he is rich in mercy. Romans chapter five, verse eight says, that while we were yet sinners, when we were in our worst state, God loved us. Because he said, at that time, Jesus died. Jesus died for us while we were in our worst state. And so, even this time, with all that we're going through, I want you to know that Jesus loves you and is willing and able to show you And I, his mercy. Now let me talk about the other, the other aspect of mercy. Mercy is not just forgiving. When you think about mercy as uh, relieving misery, is also, is not just forgiving, is also showing compassion. Showing compassion to those who are in need. I remember years ago, must have been uh, I think I think it was 2007. I told a little bit of this story last week uh, uh, at the sermon last week. 2007, December 2007, my family were in uh, in Eldoret, Kenya. That's my hometown, and we had uh, gone for Christmas. And during that time, uh, civil unrest broke and there was fighting among the people people were killing each other we found ourselves uh held in a lockdown in Eldoret without food without money without a way of escape the only way of getting out of Eldoret at that time was by finding um uh, uh of you know some of these little planes that landed in uh, very remote uh, airports and getting out. That's the only way. But this, this, these planes were expensive. So I remember that time I called some of my friends at Powerhouse. I wasn't here to pass at Powerhouse then. And I called some of my friends and, and I, I asked them for prayer. Pray for us. We are held in this town. We are in danger. We are in need of help. We are crying for mercy. God, would you be merciful to us? So would you join us in prayer? And Powerhouse prayed for us, but they did more than praying for us. They raised substantial amounts of monies and sent those monies to Kenya. And we were able to get flights out of Nairobi, of Eldoret. In fact, the, the monies that Powerhouse sent did not just save my family, but were able to save more families. We were, we were able to get at least 12 flights out of Eldoret that through, through the help of Powerhouse. Powerhouse showed us compassion. God used Powerhouse to show us mercy. God used Powerhouse to relieve our suffering and bring us to safety. See, that's another aspect of mercy. Mercy is showing compassion to the needy. Right now, there are a lot of needy people around us. There are people who maybe are not even able to go to the stores and get food. There are people who are lonely and are in need of a word of encouragement. Maybe you can pick up the phone and call and ask, "Hey, are you doing? Are you okay? Can I pray with you? Maybe you can pick up the phone and say, "Hey, do you have food? I'm on my way to the store. Can I go pick up something for you and I will leave it at your door maybe 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 you 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 you, you can uh, begin to, to pray even for those who you, you don't know, you've never seen. There are people, uh, people in Italy who we have never met, who are in a lockdown right now, but, but maybe we need to show compassion by waking up every morning and bowing down on our knees and crying out to, to God on their behalf. God wants us to be a people who show mercy. Not just recipients of mercy, but who show mercy. He says that when we do this, we would be, would experience his blessing. I think that this is the time that God is showing, going to pour his blessing here in America, here in New Jersey, because every people are turning Uh, turning to him, crying out to him for mercy. People are turning to him, receiving his mercy and reaching out to others. Uh, showing compassion and meeting their needs. Can you imagine if if we all, in a, in our own way, start doing that? There will be a revival in this country. There will be a revival in every state. There will be a revival in every town, in every city, every zip code, because people are turning to God, crying out to God for mercy. People are turning to God, seeking Him for 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 help, and people are reaching out to others, showing compassion and helping those who are needy. This is the time. Before I close, I want to read a passage that for me has given me confidence to turn to God. Confidence to seek God for mercy. Confidence knowing that when I seek God for mercy, he's going to bless me. Psalm 46. I'm going to read the whole of it. He says, God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with surging. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on earth. He makes wars cease. He makes coronaviruses cease. To the ends of the earth, he breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in here. Be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted in your life. I'll be exalted in your city. I'll be exalted in your state. I know how to run your life. I am a merciful God. I want to bless you. I want to to use you in other people's lives. Let me be exalted. Let me be the one who is the king of your life. Give me room in your heart. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the air. The Lord of Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Blessed are those who are merciful for they will receive mercy. It is a powerful promise that when I'm merciful, God will be merciful to me. And so I want, as God is forgiving me, I want to be an agent of forgiveness. As God is showing me compassion, I want to be an agent of compassion. As God is cleansing my heart, I want to be an agent of showing someone where they can find that cleansing. And I know that when God begins to do that in our hearts, he will impact the whole of this country for himself. Amen? Amen. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you're a merciful God. I thank you that you're rich in mercy Lord, we come to you and ask you, would you be merciful to us, be gracious to us, Father, and take this virus away, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask that may you forgive us for where we've turned away from you, where we have looked to other things as gods in our lives. Lord, forgive us. I pray that you will be the, the God of our lives. May you be exalted in our lives. We ask, Father, that may you make us agents of mercy, those who will show compassion to those around us who are in need, Father. Who are in need. We thank you, Father. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our powerhouse. God bless you. I hope that God spoke to you through this word. I'm praying, I'm asking that, uh, may I challenge you this week to just spend a lot of time with God, asking him to forgive you and cleanse you in any area of your life where you need that cleansing. And I'm also praying that you will be an agent of mercy, showing mercy to those around you, to those who God would lead you to don't hold back, don't hold back. God bless you and talk to you again next Sunday.